Hello, once again, Digital World. Welcome back to another episode of Splicing Letter, our fourth episode of the week. Boy, oh boy, I'm going to start right now by telling everybody that I will be taking a week off next week. There will not be your usually scheduled episode on a Tuesday because not counting Monday and Friday, there's been a new episode every day. And I'm proud of that. I'm glad that time has got back to a point where I can go and see multiple movies in one week and then make a bunch of reviews about them. Because when I started this podcast, that was my original goal, was to review new movies. But of course, starting it in the back end of 2019, 2020 rolled around, there weren't many movies in the cinema to see. In fact, cinemas weren't even open and I'm not subscribed to a lot of streaming services stuff. So I had to come up with other content. So this has been a nice taste of what could have been right from the get-go. We started off on Wednesday with a review of Mortal Kombat. On Thursday, I reviewed the new Guy Ritchie film, Wrath of Man. And for this final review, I am reviewing another movie which was supposed to be released in theaters in 2019. But due to everything going around, it was bought up by Amazon and has just now been released as an Amazon original movie on the streaming service as of last Friday. So if you listen to this review and you decide you want to check it out, it is there if you've got the Amazon streaming service, of course. What movie am I talking about? Well, I'm reviewing today our final movie this week is the movie Without Remorse. Now, you may go, what movie is that? Uh, That's fair. But you may be familiar if I mention some other names, namely Jack Ryan or The Hunt for Red October or Harrison Ford. Any of these names possibly might ring a bell to remind you of uh, certain films. But if you're unclear, basically Without Remorse is set in the world of this character called Jack Ryan. Now, Jack Ryan is a a character that was created by Tom Clancy, the late Tom Clancy in his Tom Clancy novels. Basically, he is a CIA analyst. Uh, He's a very average Joe sort of guy. He's not Superman. He's not a super secret agent or anything like that. He's just a guy. He's just a simple analyst who's very smart. He's very good at picking up patterns and seeing things that aren't there. And he's very good at using his skills to hunt down terrorists and spies and bad guys and all of that. And in most cases, Jack Ryan ends up in over his head in a lot of circumstances. He ends up being hunted. He ends up being targeted. What's great about it is that he can't really fight back a lot of the time. So he has to use his smarts to survive. Now, I've never read any of the books because I'm not a huge Tom Clancy fan, but I do really like the movies that have been made. And I think the movies have had a very Hollywood-esque spin put out in them because the books are very very procedural very accurate to the lore of the military and the government and all of that stuff plus there are so many of them i couldn't keep track i'm sure there's a certain order to the books but i did some research before looking into this and the jack ryan character has been president of the united states for some of the books so that's too much that's that's not much for me to even consider trying to catch up on but there have been several movies um, that I really like, I really enjoy. Um, you may have seen one or two of them, whether you knew it or not. It was a Jack Ryan movie. They started with The Hunt for Red October, which starred Alec Baldwin as Jack Ryan, though this was more a Sean Connery-esque movie where he's a Russian man who stole a sub and everybody is hunting him. And It's a very cat and mouse, slow burn sort of movie. That was followed by Patriot Games with Harrison Ford, who is probably the most well-known incarnation of Jack Ryan where he gets caught up in an IRA scheme with Sean Bean trying to kill him, which is a lot more of an action-packed type movie. Clear and Present Danger also starred Harrison Ford as Jack Ryan. This one was a bit of a mix between action-packed and cat and mouse. 
but which also introduced the character that Without Remorse is actually focused on, which is John Clark, who was played by Willem Dafoe in that movie. We'll get to that in a minute. Some other stuff you may have seen, The Sum of All Fears, had Ben Affleck as Jack Ryan. That was quite a dark, nuclear-esque type movie. They tried to reboot the series quite recently with Chris Pine, taking on the success of Chris Pine as Captain Kirk in Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit, which was very much your standard action-type film, but still kept the essence of Jack Ryan as a person, which is just, he's a guy, and he is well in over his head. You're probably more familiar with just seeing the name Jack Ryan with the fact that Amazon has had two seasons of their own show based on Jack Ryan with John Krasinski as Jack Ryan. It's probably the reason why Amazon bought up Without Remorse and decided to release it there so they can build on their own Ryanverse if they want. The The idea of a Ryanverse has been thrown around for ages and normally Without Remorse seemed to be the movie that was going to kick it off to showcase another character other than Jack Ryan but where uh, the, the history behind this, the production, the development, how, how they were making this movie as far back as 2014. Tom Hardy was originally going to be in the film, some other people. It's hard to keep track of the crazy bonkersness. But apparently what it took to get this movie off the ground was Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan stars in this movie, and from what I looked into, he helped finance and pretty much put this film into motion. So I don't know if it was because he was really intrigued by the idea of John Clark, or he just wanted to do some work and thought this would be a good movie either way it's because of michael b jordan this this movie exists and if it does well i'm sure there will be multiple john clark films and whether he crosses over with john krasinski's jack ryan or they make some other jack ryan for these movies and keep it separate from the show it's hard to say but there's some background knowledge for you for basically where this movie is set although really as i say this and i think about it it doesn't matter the movie makes no reference to jack ryan at all there's probably only one reference to a character from that world, Jim Greer, because his niece is in this movie. And apart from that name drop, though, there's really no other evidence to go, ah, would you remember this from Jack Ryan? So don't be put off by that. Don't feel you have to watch any of the movies I just mentioned to watch this film and enjoy it. Now, Without Remorse, it, it, it borrows the name from a book, Without Remorse, and they both share the the point of the movie and the book, which is to give the origin story of a character called John Clark or John Kelly, as he's known, or as he's known before he changed his name to John Clark, however you want to say it. Now, I've always been intrigued by the character of John Clark when he showed up in Clear and Present Danger, played by Willem Dafoe, and also when he showed up in Some of All Players, played by Liev Schreiber, because as I said, whereas Jack Ryan is the, the guy who's caught up in circumstances, he's also the white knight. He's pure good. Jack Ryan always does what's right, but he also follows the right way to proceed with criminals he doesn't believe in in murder for justice or going off the off the grid to take down bad guys he doesn't believe in killing or anything like that john clark is like the the dark knight to jack ryan he he's he's a ghost he's a he's he's a killer for hire by the government he's still a good guy he still believes in america and all this stuff all this tom clancy stuff is always incredibly americanly patriotic but Clark's the one that'll go into the gutters and shoot a bad guy in the head while he sleeps or assassinate a president of another country. And he'll, he'll gladly end up in an in a overseas country prison if he gets caught. He will do the stuff that the government would not even dream of getting Jack Ryan to do. And if he's ever caught, they would never acknowledge that he was even sent for them. So there's, there's a lot more to him. There's a lot more depth and gray lines and edges, which makes the character a bit more intriguing than someone as pure good as Jack Ryan. So I've always been 
intrigued and excited to see a John Clark movie and without, without remorse always being in the distance as a potential thing that would happen. I was excited to see this movie from the moment it was announced and also from the moment they said that Michael B. Jordan would star in it because I love Michael B. Jordan. His stuff is great. I loved him in Black Panther. I've loved him in Creed. I loved him in a law film that just came out recently called Just Mercy. He's a very talented actor. He puts so much effort into his roles and so much passion that I was really excited to see him take on the role of John Clark. So I watched Without Remorse. And I have to say, though, that where we started on quite a high with Mortal Kombat being way better than I expected it to be, Without Remorse was nowhere near as good as I wanted it to be. Unfortunately, it is the weak film of, the, of everything I've seen this year, unfortunately. It's not a bad film. It is perfectly fine, in my opinion. The problem is there is nothing about it that makes it stand out special. It is just generic action film. From what I've been told, the Without Remorse book is quite extensive and quite in-depth as to the character of John Clark or John Kelly or whatever and the murkiness that defines his character. This movie doesn't borrow anything from the book, apparently. It's its own plot, its own storyline. The only thing it keeps is that John Clark was once John Kelly. But other than that, they give him their own spin on the origin story. And unfortunately, it is just generic action film, which... Unfortunately, it means that nothing jumped out at me as particularly memorable. All of the other characters you meet besides Michael B. Jordan are your standard cliche characters. The storyline is, is a very standard cliche revenge plot. And as much as I was enjoying Michael B. Jordan's performance, I did find myself getting distracted watching the film, having my mind wander. There was even a point where I had to stop the film and, and go up and, and walk around for a bit because I was genuinely thought I might fall asleep because it wasn't holding my attention. For me, this is scathing stuff, because it's very hard for me to be disappointed in a film. I always find the positive, and I am trying to do that with this film. But there's also not negative. It's just blah. And that's that's the hard thing about doing a review. If a movie's really good, you can rave about all the good things about it. If a movie's terrible, you can point out all the terrible things about it, and you've got enough content on either one. When a movie is just there, and it just exists, and there's nothing really to bring it up or push it down, it makes for very mundane viewing. And it doesn't... If I were to make a list of action films, I might even forget that Without Remorse was even a movie. That's the unfortunate thing, which is very disappointing because I was quite keen to see it. I have to, of course, try and, and focus on the positives. I'll do what I can, but there's not much here to work with, unfortunately. Now, as I said, it is a very mundane film and it's all the usual stuff, but I have got to give props where prop is due this movie is worth watching for Michael B. Jordan's performance. He puts everything he has into this role of Clark, especially the the intensity, the emotion, and the, the bulking up to be the, the action star that Jack Ryan never could be. Basically, the plot of this movie is that Kelly is a former military man. He goes on a mission. That mission ends up having dire consequences for him and his family, as a result, he wants revenge. The government doesn't want to do anything about it because of tensions with other countries, specifically Russia. They just want to go, all right, you killed some of us. We killed some of you. Let's just let's just let it go. Let's move on with our lives. But Kelly goes, no, nah, not a chance. I'm going off the grid. I'm going dark. I'm going full license to kill revoked like James Bond to take down these guys. If you want to stop me, you can. 
but you might be better off just endorsing me as a black ops agent. No one knows I'm on this mission. Give me some people and I will I will find justice and I will take down these people. If I die in the process, that's fine. If I do some things that are considered wrong, that's fine. I just want to get this done for for revenge. Now, when he's upset about things happening to him, the emotion that Michael B. Jordan puts on his face shows you why he hopefully in the future should be considered for Oscar-nominated roles because there's an intensity to it that someone like a normal action star, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, anything like that, would not be able to do. This, there would just be generic action man doing action things. But Michael B. Jordan brings a humanity and an emotion to John Kelly, John Clark, that elevates the character to a point where this was a showcase more of Michael B. Jordan's talents. And for that, I appreciate that Without Remorse did that. It once again showed me, which I already knew, that Michael G. B. Jordan is a stupendous actor and I enjoy seeing him in things. And basically, I think the movie kind of knows that too because every other character around him is irrelevant. There are so many generic soldier boys who show up, say a couple of lines, and then either die or vanish off the board. I couldn't keep track of them. I didn't know their names when someone died, particularly one character died, and I went, I have no emotional investment in you. I just know that your name is Seymour. That was like your one line in the movie, but I'm supposed to feel emotion here. I don't. I feel emotion when Michael B. Jordan's Clark is in trouble and when he's losing people, when he's near death, but Seymour, whoever you are, I'm sorry, I just don't feel it. Aside from Michael B. Jordan, you've got Jodie Turner-Smith, who plays the, the niece of Greer that I mentioned. She's pretty good. I don't know if I've seen her in other stuff. She does good as Clark Kelly's best bud or commanding officer or whatever. She goes on a lot of the missions with him, and it's good to see her in this role. I enjoyed that. Alongside that, you've got Jamie Bell as generic, bad, annoying, jerky CIA guy who may or may not be a good or a bad guy. You don't know. And then you've got Guy Pierce's generic, slimy, but maybe okay politician who may or may not be a good or a bad guy you don't really know i think of the two of them jamie bell did better with the stuff he was given i when i first met his character i went this guy i've seen it before i can see where this is going but jamie bell put a bit more intensity and and personality into the role where i came around to his character in a way i didn't expect to guy pierce is just guy guy pierce as a senator he doesn't do anything special, and having seen Memento recently for like the fourth time, I know that Guy Pearce is capable of some phenomenal acting. He's not given much to do here, so it's not his fault, but he shows up for like four or five scenes, and you know immediately what his role is going to be in the movie, and you know what his fate will be, essentially. So that's a bit disappointing. The action, when the action's going off, is quite good, as again, it's a showcase, it's a tour de force for Michael B. Jordan showing off his action skills. He can punch and kick and shoot him up in the best of them, and he looks cool doing it. The problem here, though, is that, unfortunately, I don't know if it's due to COVID or the production quality not being good with not enough money put into it or not, but the movie doesn't look particularly good when it comes to some of that stuff. Muzzle flashes don't match the sound of the gun going off. There's some strange moments with guns that you clearly they look fake, and there's also this thing called ADR, which I noticed is might be an issue. Maybe it's a COVID thing because I noticed this in Bill and Ted Face the Music as well. But there are moments in movies where actors come back and they have to redo lines because maybe 
the camera and the mics didn't pick it up enough to the satisfaction of the director. So they'll say their lines again in a recording studio and it will be placed over what they originally said just to make the voice louder or more readable or whatever. The ADR in this movie in probably about 40% of the time did not match the lips that were moving. So you saw Michael B. Jordan speak but the words that were coming out of his mouth weren't matching his lip movement and it wasn't like just a second off. So you sort of went, is it? I can't really tell. It was a good delay where his mouth would stop moving, but words were still coming out of his mouth. There's a very notorious scene in this movie where he's in a hospital bed and you can tell Michael B. Jordan is acting his heart out. He's got his mouth gritted and his teeth cracking as he's trying to ask who who hurt him, essentially, who's behind the attack on him. But the things that are coming out of his mouth are quite legible. You can understand what he's saying, but his mouth isn't moving enough that you can realistically go that is coming out of his mouth. His teeth were barely moving, and yet you can he's making words that require more more mouth movement, essentially. And that really took me out of the scene, unfortunately. It's stuff like that where either it's it's shoddy, so it doesn't look good, or it's just the same generic stuff that I've seen a few thousand hundred times before that really impacted my viewing here. It might also be because Mortal Kombat and Rafa Man were both very different, very high-quality movies. So when you watch a bunch of movies back-to-back and the quality for one is not near as good as the other, it certainly enhanced, it ruins your viewing experience. But I expected a lot more out of this movie and I'm afraid it really didn't fulfill my expectations, except that Michael B. Jordan is great and I love him, but we all know that. I don't know, I think I have to give this movie a 6 out of 10. I was going to give it a 7, but I've sat on this movie for about uh, 18 hours now. And the fact that I've been struggling to try to think of things to talk about in the movie, aside from Michael B. Jordan being good, and to fill up the start of this review with just trivial Jack Ryan facts, just to get the, just to get the podcast run up, means I can't say it's better than it actually is. I need to be true to myself and say that this is a perfectly fine generic movie it is not bad by any means it's just not good it's not special it's just a thing that exists a few months from now i'll have to i'll probably struggle to remember that i even saw without remorse this year it'll be a case of if i don't see enough movies i'll remember but on a normal year where i'd be seeing like 20 to 30 movies a year without remorse would be forgotten it would trickle down i wouldn't remember it in a couple of days so as always though I don't expect anybody to have their opinions swayed by listening to this. It's just my opinion. It's my thoughts. If you are interested in Without Remorse, if you're a fan of John Clark and the Jack Ryan stuff, you should check it out for yourself and decide for yourself. And you may love it. You may enjoy it. It may satisfy your John Clark itch or whatever. I'm not sure. It's it's Everybody has their own opinions, and I'm not about to say that because I don't like something, then nobody else should like it either. Watch it if you've got Amazon. Don't get Amazon specifically to watch this film though. That's just my one warning. I wouldn't want people to pay for a whole streaming service just so they could watch this film. I don't know if Amazon still has the 30-day free trial. If it does, sure, maybe check it out. But I would be interested to see if the Jack Ryan fans out there and the John Clark fans like this film. They're entertained by it. There's a scene at the end of this movie which very much hints that they want this to turn into a John Clark franchise or a Ryanverse franchise. It hasn't left me wanting more, which is very disappointing. But that's it. That's my two cents. I think of the movies this this week, I'd have to rank them in the order I saw them with Mortal Kombat 1, Wrath of Man 2, 
without remorse. Very disappointingly at number three. But I've enjoyed seeing all these movies. It's been a great week. It's been a great week for Spliced in later. A lot of episodes. I hope you've enjoyed listening to them all. As I said, I will not be back next week. I will be taking a week off just to just to decompress with everything I've seen. So I'll have a think and I'll be back in a couple weeks to get back into it for more episodes. But thank you for listening. Thank you for listening if you've listened to all the episodes this week. I love and appreciate you as always, and I appreciate the support. You've been spliced in later. Adios, muchachos. I'll catch you next time.